my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to The Gratitude Diaries, a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, I'm Janice Kaplan. Thanks for joining me for another episode and another chance to think more gratefully. Today's tip, when you go shopping, make sure you buy things that fit your personality. It's one way to increase your happiness. I'm a strong believer that experiences are more likely to make you happy and grateful than any objects you can buy. I talked about the importance of experiences over stuff in an earlier episode of this podcast. And maybe that explains why I have been worrying for the last couple of months about buying a new sofa. My old sofa is pretty worn out, and I have to admit, I've had it forever. But I suspect that spending money to get a new one is not going to increase my happiness in any notable way. But I just came across a fascinating research study done a few years ago by Sandra Metz, now an associate professor at the Columbia Business School. She used big data to analyze more than 76,000 bank transactions, and she wrote a paper called Money Buys Happiness 
when spending fits our personality. She found that the biggest connection between money and happiness wasn't total income or even total spending, but how well your spending matched with your personality. The people whose purchases were a good fit with their own individual style reported the highest levels of satisfaction. In some cases, this is pretty straightforward. For example, if you're more introverted, you'll be happier spending on a book than buying a drink at a bar. If you're extroverted, it's probably the opposite. Metz thinks that happiness researchers get themselves in trouble when they don't pay attention to individual differences. I've also discovered another way that objects make you happy, which is by helping you create experiences. For example, the sofa itself may not be exciting to me, but I'd like to entertain and have friends over. At least I did pre-COVID. If the new sofa is going to make that experience of entertaining a little better in the future, maybe I should focus on that. Those crossover purchases of stuff that help with experience give you more than you pay for. When I was writing my book, The Gratitude Diaries, my wonderful editor Jill and her husband bought their first car, a Volkswagen Jetta. They didn't care about heated seats or a turbocharged engine, only what the car let them do. They could go away on weekends, explore the countryside, and drive friends home from dinner parties. The pleasure wasn't the car, but the adventures and experiences the car brought them. Similarly, my husband and I splurge a lot on art, lithographs from artists whose work makes us happy. To me, a picture is not just an object, it's something to interact with, a way to have an experience every time I look at it. One example is a picture I have on the wall next to my bed by the wonderful artist Sally Michael. She's one of the amazing women I wrote about in my newest book, The Genius of Women. My husband and I bought the picture by Sally Michael to celebrate the publication of that book. Every time I look at it, I think of how proud I am of the book and also about the incredible women in every generation who have overcome obstacles to do great work. It makes me happy and inspires me to know just how much more women can achieve. That sounds like a lot for one picture to do. But when you buy things, sometimes the object becomes more than just an object. Then it has a different resonance for you. And if it matches your personality, it may make you happy every day. So today, if you go into a store or buy something online, think about how what you buy fits your personality and your style and how it could be part of a bigger experience in your life. If you do it right, that purchase may help make you happier. Thanks for joining me. I'll be back with more ideas on how to add gratitude to your life and make every day a little brighter. Have a great day. The Gratitude Diaries is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite shows. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes 
their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.